Curtis Joseph here. In this episode of Soul Science, we're going to talk about evil. What are its origins and where does it come from? How do we contend with it? How do we deal with it? Can it be compelled in order to work towards the greater good of all? Come with me. Within modern religious constructs, the duality that is present within them in essence explains away evil through this concept of Satan or the adversary. Uh, it's the source of all pain and suffering within the world. And this is what is wrong with these ideas. Uh, it completely washes away accountability while trying to sustain this idea of free will. <laughs> if you have free will, though, you are accountable. Without a doubt, there's no escaping this fact, this entire systematic construct of spiritual disempowerment is absolutely pathetic in regard to being able to apply it in any efficient way to create harmony in your life experience. I mean, the belief system itself wages an inner conflict. <laughs> it's traumatic. So, if we're blaming all the evil in the world on the devil, and we say that a generic concept of divinity, God, is the source of all that is good, what do we even exist for? If the devil is the source of evil, and God is the source of all good, what do we need free will for? Everything would be dictated by these two opposing absolute forces. If Christ died for your sins, yet the devil is the source of your sins, why would you be punished for them to begin with? Now, of course, there's going to be Christian apologists which will state that the devil is not the source of our sins. He's simply the tempter. Experientially, I'll say right here and now that the tempter resides within. When I first began my work within Black Magic of Araman, I wrote in the introduction how the wickedness within the hearts of mankind supersedes any darkness which is represented by various demonic forces or dark gods. And that is just true. The devil is an excuse to justify our taint. It is an excuse to justify our primitive animal behaviors. We've 
spoken about how you are magic. Magic is divinity. But if that's the case, we cannot make the mistake that many do today. Believe in divinity while denying the existence of the Satan. When you look in the mirror, you're looking God and the devil in the face. The instability of mankind has been ushered in through belief systems that represent governmental structures. This has removed mankind from its connection to nature. And so that still small voice, intuition, no longer speaks to us. You see, this is where the ego construct comes from. You see, I'm sure ancient mankind killed to eat before our consciousness was severed from nature. I'm sure mankind worked in conjunction with the cycles of nature in order to survive without a doubt. But once we're moved from nature, all of these impulses began to be expressed in the wrong context. Killing, it became some sort of twisted pleasure for some. Sexual crimes and other crimes against humanity. We find pleasure in war. Combat sports are coming back into the forefront of society. Just like the times of the gladiators. We are obsessed with violence. And this comes from the integration of a societal structure that is largely artificial and unnatural for the development of mankind. A huge monkey wrench has been thrown into the divine plan by specific beings that are neither God or Satan. <laughs> you are the magic. You are the evil. So how do we rid ourselves of evil? How do we stop evil from operating in this world? This is a very important question. It's a question that you should ask yourself regularly, but I'm going to give you a very brief synopsis regarding the solution. The solution is to understand that creative and destructive actions, when used in the proper context, cause the concepts of good and evil to completely disappear. When you can transcend and evolve beyond ideas of good and evil, you create harmony. And you start seeing from a divine perspective. Within the draconian arcanum, which I teach, this would be to see through the eye of the dragon, the, uh, the dracontia. For the most part, this series has been rather progressive. We've been progressively and incrementally building on basic concepts through very simple exercises. And the previous work that you have done so far prepares you 
to exercise harmony in your life. Rather than looking at everything from a biased lens of being for or against. But we have to remember that to be absolute and say that to be for or against is law or to not be for or against is law is to be for or against something. We have discernment that needs to be applied. And this discernment needs to be applied, not just in external relationships, right? This discernment has to be applied with our own thought process. As previously taught, our own thought process must be controlled. We need to look at very basic examples of what we might see as good and evil. This assignment is less spiritual and metaphysical. This exercise is more about personal discovery, self-discovery, to be specific. We can take examples of murder and ask ourselves, how can this act serve harmony? Wow. That's very difficult to think about. What if somebody broke into your home and tried to sexually assault your wife or tried to abduct your children? What if their lives were at stake? What is the difference? At face value, it's an act of evil. But in these, this specific example, it could be seen as an act of love. The end goal is not to maim anybody. The end goal is to keep one's family safe so that they can continue to thrive within the world. This is harmony. Explore ideas like that. Look at these primitive human faults and discover how they are an important part of the human construct when utilized in the proper context. And understand that you may not directly understand the proper context because of the unnatural societal cage that exists and oppresses you and your potential. There's certain heinous acts which I don't even want to fathom and think about. But right now as I'm speaking to you, I have to. And we need to ask ourselves, you know, at the end of all of this, when, when we've got a list of wickedness that exists because of mankind, and we see that it is very unnatural, right? It moves against natural laws. When we have an intellectual idea of that, and we can begin to explore how these same principles exist for a reason to be used to protect us and to serve us, once we start to discover that, then you start to see through more divine eyes. You'll start to understand that when you're going into rage because someone cut you off on the road, that is weakness and vulnerability. You are now a victim of evil. You are an automaton who is failing to control themselves. 
That is a hard pill to swallow, but it's a fact. It is a truth. Most of the human behavior that we are witnessing in these times is indicative of complete lack of discipline, self-control, spiritual maturity, and self-worth. We must come to understand that evil does exist. Its origin is the hearts and minds of mankind. And in order to stop it, we must first gain mastery over ourselves. There's no reason for anyone to lack basic self-control. You know, I can go on and on and say that exploring healthy outlets for these dark desires is good and it's healthy if it's consensual and no one gets hurt. It will help to, in essence, exercise you of your demons. And, you know, that's great. But at the same time, if it's kind of sick and twisted, why not just change your thought process and choose to be a more effective human being? Sexual fantasies and role-playing is all good. But if killing things is a desire of yours, I don't find it psychologically healthy to, quote, sacrifice, unquote, animals during every magical rite that I perform. That would not be healthy. That is not sacrifice. That's killing. And it profanes the very concept of it. So how would I fix that? Well, I would kill those parts of myself in order to satiate my thirst for blood. I would murder those parts of self that do not serve the greater good. I would murder those parts of self that do not serve self and my true will. These people who really don't do the required self-work, they are mirrors for us. We can reverse engineer specific things to look at ourselves honestly so that we can better ourselves and empower ourselves. This show is all about the empowerment of mankind. It's all about developing the potential that people walk around with in this world. But in order to do that, I have to hold a mirror in your face and show you that you are the devil as well. And that needs to be integrated carefully and wisely. That you are the source of evil. If you want to change the world, start by changing you. If you have found this podcast to be illuminating for you, like it and share it. Let's get the word out. I really appreciate it. It's going to help us to create change on a much larger scale. Until next time, Curtis Joseph, signing out.